0: Welcome in, Las Vegas edition of the Big Three Podcast. We are live here together from. Do we want to give your hotel name, Mike, or do we want to let no, the that's imagination? No, that's, that's confidential. confidential. He's, he's under an The Four anyways. Seasons in Las Vegas. Um, here with Mike and Rich for our second annual uh, Las Vegas Summit. Um, gentlemen. We saw the Celtics in action in Summer League last night. We'll get to that later, but the top item on the docket, I feel like, today is the Marcus Smart saga, which might be the most predictable thing uh, of the offseason, in my mind. Uh, the Celtics are letting him test the market. He is not happy with what's on the market, and he is venting to the media. What
2: is this something you guys are worried about at all? Well, so what's just, what's he saying specifically to the media? Like what? Like how is he expressing his, his frustration? And, he, and he's he's upset at the Celtics apparently, right? Right. He's saying you know he's hurt. You know the Celtics haven't reached out to him
0: since free agency started, and he's hurt by this.
2: Well, him, him being hurt and having like a reason to be hurt, I mean a reason to be hurt, but being to be justified. It's a business, right? Like this is right. the Celtics played played the game. Marcus did the same. We know he could have signed what, and before opening night last year in Cleveland, right? Yes. Members of the Celtics front office traveled to Cleveland because they, don't need, they needed to be there because they thought they were signing an extension with Marcus Smart. Correct. And then the last second, it didn't happen. And we assume that it was on Marcus's side. Correct. He decided I've, not to I've sign heard it. I've it is
0: not yet. That is and, on his end.
2: And that's the risk. I mean, he'd be mad, be mad at his agent,
1: right? He should be. I mean, it's a very no pun intended, restricted market right now. I thought for, you were going to say
2: smart. <laughs> <laughs> for
1: restricted free agents. There's just no money to go around. We saw yesterday Kyle Anderson was given an offer sheet. Strange offer sheet. Full mid-level exception by the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah,
0: what, what is going on there?
1: That was a little weird. I like Kyle Anderson's game, but that was strange. We saw Zach Levine get uh, you know uh, upwards of like $79 million over <laughs> four years. The Bulls are matching that. Um, there aren't a lot of teams out there that can offer Marcus uh, anything close to the money that he turned down in October. So if you're the Celtics, I mean, what they're doing and what you know the Houston Rockets are doing with Clint Capella is a decent parallel, although Capella is a better player, where, I mean, you, you're waiting it out. You don't have to overpay for your own guy. Uh, there's no offers to be made. Uh, you know, I think the Celtics would jump for joy if a team offered him the mid-level and he signed that offer sheet, um, which I don't think he would do, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking this is heading towards the qualifying offer or something lower than 4 for 40 or
0: around there. So yeah, so where, and so many guys now, I mean, are taking a qualifying offer. I feel like it's getting more and more of a trend in the last couple of years when there's you know, been less cap space available out there. But now if I'm smart, half the world, I feel like is going into free agency next year too. So even if you sign a qualifying offer and you go back out there, I don't think you're guaranteed like a much bigger payday. So I wonder again, how much do the Celtics have to push here? Like what's, what's the sweet spot right now where the Celtics could like convince him to sign for a multi-year deal. Or do you feel like he's too, you know, dug in and that's not going to happen?
1: I don't buy that just because there are more players and more talented players on the market next year that Marcus will get squeezed because teams have money. There's a lot of contracts coming off the books and Marcus is positioned to have a significant role on a team that's going to go to the finals. So if we know anything about NBA history, it's that teams value players in winning situations. If he plays well this year on the qualifying offer, I could 100% see a team that had bigger as, asper, as, aspirations, that's not, not the right <laughs> word, it's early in the morning in Vegas, um, a, a team that you know thinks that they can get a star, strike out, not get a star, look at Marcus Smart and pay him a lot of money. I could totally see that happening.
2: It worries me a little bit, it's just one part of like going into that situation because when you have enough guys playing for a contract and you have as many guys as the celtics do next year where the playing time is going to be tough okay.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. and it's going to be tough enough even if they're just playing in the name of hey let's win a title together when these guys are playing for the futures especially with something like this where marcus is all obviously going to be coming in with a bit of black, bad blood if we're to believe these reports right and has he has he been on record himself like, Is there are there no, quotes are all, of him this saying is young. this is all
0: sources close to smart's camp right no, and he's not on the record yet for any...
2: So that's just another thing to worry, that's Another thing for Brad to worry about going into the season. just makes it a little bit more difficult. Because who, who else who else do they have that's going to be... Rozier. Rozier. And Marcus Morris. Kyrie. Kyrie. Al Horford. Al Horford. No. because he's, okay, he's got the he's, player he's option player one option. more year. Yeah. I he's guess got he, two years left. He could be playing for a raise on the $30 million that he's going yeah. to be, <laughs> be getting, but...
0: Wait, Al, I thought Al Horford was a... a, a, a he he's a 3 out. plus 1, so he can... He can opt out, but it's gonna. I mean, he's not gonna opt out unless he gets an extension because he's due to make thirty something million in that last year, and he's not gonna get that in the open market. Oh, <laughs> I disagree big time. I could one hundred percent
1: see a team giving him a four year max. The New York Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets. No, you think a bad get. team? You think a bad team oh, would do it? One hundred percent could. No, I think 100%. he's gonna be thirty
2: three. It would have to be a his, good team. His
1: game is aging wonderfully. He is. I. I'm. I, uh, I would, if I was a GM, That's, I would not be like, oh, this guy, like, I love Al I think he's gonna get, I could totally see him opting out, yeah.
0: I could see him opting out to, like, lock in, what I think, and this is what the Celtics should hope happens, is, you know, he opts out, and he wants, long-term, he wants to stay, and he'll give you a break for the, the years. Like the KG. Like the KG situation, yeah. exactly. And... But yeah, obviously it'll be that get, gets complicated if other teams are gonna throw max number many at him. I don't think that's. I think a team like is he not playing
1: better basketball every year?
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's he does his best work in the playoffs, which obviously is important.
2: Was that the case before? Before is, he came here. Before he came here.
0: I don't. I just don't, completely I just don't. Know. Changed in the Celtics. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean it's to the Yeah, I mean
2: it's the Brad Stevens effect to a, to a certain extent too. Right. I think. Who knows? Um, but so, even without yeah, Al, your, right? whole, your whole your whole backcourt yeah, I... is playing for a contract. Right. And it's super crowded. And Marcus is apparently upset. Who knows like, what's going on with Kyrie? I don't really believe any of the, the shit. Like, what can you do? When every single day of your life, someone asks you a question about a long term situation that you have no control of. I mean, he will eventually, but like at this point, he's like, I want to either he wants to stay in Boston and win a title. Right. And if he doesn't say that, everyone's I have friends who just freak out. He wants to leave. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like this is just stuff coming from
0: I feel like it goes back for years of like the when Carmelo was like linked to Boston. It comes out in New York media. And they just I feel like all the different stuff in the last few weeks that have popped out with like it's just all them trying to feed the I don't know if you want to call it, clickbait or just like okay. there's something else going on a, in the offseason there. It's a little more real. I mean, it might be a little bit, but I feel like that, again, that's the source of it all. Like, obviously, like, yeah, the, the big report, okay, he wants to play with Jimmy Butler. Like, I believe that. And Jimmy wants to play with him. I mean, you, know, that you like, you spent <laughs> a lot of time with Jimmy Butler last summer, and he's, you said he's a pretty big fan of Kyrie, obviously. He's a fan, for sure. Um, but that, I mean, you know.
1: Did
2: you tell that story? Can you not tell it? Do you want to keep that? I mean, Just the way that interaction happened? Or do you want to hold off? Yeah, probably. Won't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, That's awesome. They'll be on the director's cut. A little cut. too salacious. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I mean, I could totally see them playing together. Um, but I could also see, you know, if the Celtics go to the finals, I don't. I, I, really hard for me to see Kyrie leave just to play with Jimmy Butler. Uh, it's a great situation <laughs> right. in Boston. Um, <laughs> he's playing for Brad Stevens. A great culture to give that up for the unknown of a guy who will be thirty years old. I love Jimmy Butler, but he's a guy who will be thirty years old. Uh, a majority of his career, if not all, not all, but a majority of his career was played for Tom Thibodeau. Like, the minutes, like, look what happened to Luol Deng. I mean, right. the, the guy, uh, the miles that he's accumulated on his legs, like, I, I, I don't think that that would necessarily be the most intelligent move on Kyrie's part. Um, I do think that, like, you know, he could have squashed it when he was first asked about it and said, yeah, I want to be in Boston for a long haul. And when you don't say that, then that opens the door for all the speculation. Right. But
0: that's his style. I feel like that's what he, like... That's
1: but, what he, but he also wanted out from Cleveland, and, you know, he's a very unpredictable person.
2: But for me, it's also, like, you think about Isaiah Thomas, right, who did every single thing and more that anyone could have asked for. Like, he would have... I mean, he said the, the the Brick's truck thing or whatever. That's... that's What he you... But anyways, he was clear that he wanted to stay with the Celtics. Yeah. Anytime he was asked, yeah, I want to be a Celtic, great, but... At the end of the day, you got to trade anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, so I don't. Like, I understand why these guys don't want to play the game, and and like you know, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't right. want to
1: lock in to say anything. I, I, you know, I can't make a plan a week from today. Like, I'm afraid of that. A commitment like a dinner plan. So like, <laughs> right. I imagine like being like, yeah, I want to spend the. Rest. It's like, and on the magnitude and the level that you know his statements are received, like that would you Know he'd be called a liar for the rest of his life. Like, why would you want to do that? I, why would you even care? I guess yeah. at some point, like, when
2: every single thing you say is distorted one way away by one person, and you say the other thing, it's just I don't know. I, I I would check out like he is personally, but
0: yeah, it's like when I asked you if you want to hang out tomorrow, and you're like, Let's well, take it one day at a time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's like, all right, I really, I really don't know. <laughs> that person. Well.
2: Is Speaking of Jimmy Butler, is uh, the windows closed on the Timberwolves already? Not looking good. I mean... Like <laughs> okay, um, it's time to break up the Timberwolves. Did the window ever open? <laughs> well, I mean, for for half the season it seemed to, <laughs> seem like maybe they were building something with Jimmy and Towns and... Wiggins is the... Uh, well? That, that yeah. con- I
0: mean, that contract is going to... You give him a contract franchise It's really gross. Um, He's not a Tibbs guy either. No. Yeah,
1: that's a really interesting one and, you know, I would look to make a trade sooner than later if I were Tibbs, uh, be it Wiggins who you're not going to get market value for, or... Is he a negative
0: asset now, do you feel like?
1: um, Could be. I don't know any team... I don't know what team would want him.
2: Uh, I want to give him one more summer, I think.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, Timberwolves should have given him... Yeah, exactly.
2: Good point. But personally, having no uh, money invested in Andrew Wiggins, I would like to give him one more summer to see what he looks like <laughs> next year before. Because, I mean, the, the still there. You can see him do things sometimes. Sometimes you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, there's only a handful of guys in the league that can even think about doing that. But it's just a matter of consistently... The mindset's a big part of it, too. Like, he's... It's... You know, maybe he's, he needs to be the third best guy on the team, but... He is the third best guy. Right, and but that's exactly the problem, right I guess. <laughs> I just don't know how good
0: he is. Like, I don't know if he's going to be a third best guy on a championship team like was he, if he has 24 life. now not even, I don't
2: know, think. Not
0: not even. Mean, yeah, the youth is that's so young is I think, but I mean so yeah like we'll bring this back to the Southern sense the Celtics. you know oh they're not trading for Jimmy Butler obviously like you're mm-hmm. not reuniting him and Irving here
1: I think so, also uh there's cl- a clear clash with Jimmy and younger people and uh like, players who just... I mean, I'm not saying that Jalen Brown, who it works out with Jimmy, who has worked out with him the past two summers, uh, including this one. Um, I'm not saying there's any riff there, but Jimmy Butler has historically clashed with younger players who maybe don't have the same work habits and intensity that he does.
2: And Could be anyone. I think he clashed with Derrick Rose, too, a little bit, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I don't know how how... I don't know anything about that, but I do believe the reports about him clashing with towns and the young guys in Minnesota for sure. And there was definitely a rift between him and the young guys in Chicago. His last season there, um, when Rondo had to write that Instagram post that was legendary.
2: Talk about things getting, you know, on today's news feed. You know, everything happened so fast. Like that was a great moment. It was awesome. Yeah. And by the next day, like it never happened. Like Rondo yeah. started the next game or something. Okay. I think. Thought that was like the end of his career. Meanwhile, should we talk about that a little bit? I don't want to. That'll happen after our last podcast.
1: Um, We're like,
2: oh, let's see if anything crazy happens. We're like an hour later, Boogie signed with the (laughs) Warriors. Rondo went to the Lakers.
1: Well, I guess, like, can we, let's start with the Boogie thing, because there was the report that uh, the second team that was interested, that his runner-up choice was the Celtics, which is interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, from what I understood, or from what I've heard, is that, Cousins reached out to teams, like the Warriors, obviously, and then word got out to the Celtics as well, like, hey, you know, I might be willing to sign for what you can offer me, which is obviously the mid-level. And then the Celtics, according to various sports now, say they, they never made an offer, which I agree is true, but I feel like it's also kind of protecting them to be like, you know, they had Baines signed there. They have, obviously, Baines fully covered in the front court, So That's probably to be like, protect their guys a little bit there. In a sense, not to piss them off, but obviously, yeah, like cousins, at the mid level. For even if he's only there for half of the year, what do you guys think about how that might have looked like if,
2: you know, could have came to be. Um, real real quick, I, I had heard too that that basically the the uh, boogie's people reached out to Boston and they're like. Hypothetically speaking, like, is this something right. that would work for you? Exactly. And then they just never heard back. the right. next, next thing they knew, that's because like the Warriors said, yes the and that was it." Yeah, like, that's... Um, but Boogie on the Celtics. I mean, God, it's it's such a big leap. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. Like once, like the the amazingness wears off, just thinking the Boogie Cousins coming to the Celtics, I don't know how excited I would be. I don't know how well he would fit. Like who who would you who would lose minutes? and for this version of Boogie cousins i'm talking about right. i'm saying the guy who's coming back from the injury that no one's ever come back well from uh certainly not as fast as you know the first moment you're back on the court so i don't know especially with one year and he's a guy that obviously has a history of doing certain things to locker rooms and yeah i don't know i mean it'd be cool but i'm not really upset that he landed with the warriors
1: uh i well whether or not you're upset that he landed with the Warriors is a different conversation than. I didn't have a night. panic
2: attack like everyone on Twitter saying that he ruined the NBA. Like that, that, like.
1: I think the Achilles is like, it's such a we don't know what he's gonna be. Uh, it's only one year. He's not gonna take the court probably before Christmas. So, how much help can he provide you in a playoff series? Um hitting potentially- the
2: reset button on everything that you've that you've worked on the whole brand of your entire team up to that point Damn. Or the signing could reinforce the power of the
1: brand if it works out. Right. right. So, which, you know, I, uh, I don't know. I personally haven't really heard too many positive things about people who interact with DeMarcus Cousins on a daily basis. And, uh, on the court, I, I don't know. I think that that would be pretty uncomfortable. Um, I like, you know, I don't. I wouldn't want him taking shots, honestly, from the f- like the guys on the team that are
2: better. At like offensive shots. rebounds. When you get the offensive rebound, you can shoot. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> think that that's.
1: I think that that's. You know, he'll be on second <laughs> units in Golden State, and when he plays with the starters, that's literally going to be his role. And how he responds to that is going to be really interesting. And there's really no risk. At all, um, on Golden State's end, they can be like, if it doesn't work out, they can cut ties with them at any second. Uh,
2: they don't need him to win the title, so right. <laughs> it's kind of remarkable, that situation. Uh, I don't want to overstate this, but he's a pretty good passer, right? I mean, he's a...
1: He's okay for his position. He, I, I a think lot of a, turnovers, but he's a, a little he can reckless. He makes yeah, so
2: some stupid passes, but he, he sees the floor well. I think he can, like... He's smart. So, yeah, so... It, and, if it's the game slows down a little bit for him because he can't use his muscle as much, he can't use his body as, as well as he used to, like in, in that system with those players, like that's the like, like the best case scenario. I'm picturing like Arvidas Sabonis or something, you know, just like a dude in the middle who just got the, the the ball up high and just waiting for people to cut enough screens and making passes. But uh, you know, yeah, that's why it's why you take the chance. But who knows? Yeah, it is. It is fascinating
0: that like I feel like you guys made good points about you know. If you were, if the Celtics were, the, like the the if the Warriors said no, and because the Celtics were the second option there, number one, I think that's a very telling about where the Celtics standing is in the league right now, and obviously good news for them just down the line of like, you know, people willing to come play in Boston for cheap, which is going to be a constant theme, I'm sure the front office hopes for the next few years because they're going to need it once you know the the max deals start to get handed out, and then number two, just bring you know blowing up the system like you said, like to like for a guy in the sense that who's not going to be here beyond this season and whether that would have, whether that would backfire, whether it would be, where, if it is, he going to be good enough for that to matter and all the other, you know, you might be willing to accept not being on the crunch time on the Warriors, but is he going to, would he be willing to accept that in Boston? Like once he gets healthy. So like all that stuff, like, like again, it's worth the risk. Cause you can obviously just cut ties with him, but like, it may not have been a slam dunk here either.
1: It's a little bit of a different dynamic because the Warriors have won three of the last four titles. The Celtics right. have right. not won a title with these players. So if you're Boogie, you're like, I understand why I'm not sitting, I'm not playing in the last five minutes of this close playoff game. But in Boston, if like you have these youngsters on the court instead of him, I don't know how he would
0: respond and it could get ugly.
2: Right, yeah, like Daniel Tice is playing over him, <laughs> right? Which
0: is a complete possibility. Yeah, based on how Brad Stevens operates, like he's, you know,
2: he doesn't discriminate in terms of who he goes with. But I agree, it's a great, it's a great sign. I mean, it said that that this was the other play, and it's too bad. I was talking, we were texting about this the other day. Mike just would second time now the Celtics have been in second place to Golden State. You know, yeah. example, like one of the best teams ever, like KD, and you. You can go back to Draymond kicking the guy in the nuts. If he doesn't get suspended, KD's, KD's not going to go to the Warriors after two straight titles. I don't think so. Maybe he still would have. I personally don't think he would have jumped on the... the, the, the Who knows him, man. Yeah, I guess. Maybe he still would have. But, like, it's easier to see a situation than that he, where he goes to the I don't think Draymond
1: is on the phone in the parking lot uh, right after they win the second title in a row. Being like, hey, KD, come through.
2: Exactly. Right.
1: Um, but... Uh, Yeah, um, that is a great what if. I don't think that the stakes are (laughs) here with Demarcus Cousins. I know it's the trickle down effect. Like
2: Boston could have been Golden State. I
1: also could have seen him going to like if the Celtics were like no, and the Warriors were like no. I don't know. Like what's is it the Rockets? But the Rockets are like yeah Capella there
2: like Capella. The Rockets would use him to. To leverage Capella, you'd be a,
1: well, yeah, and then you'd
2: be at Shell Lucky Piss over. off
1: Capella. Uh, yeah, that would be really interesting. I thought Washington made sense, but I've heard that they're just like, no, no matter what, with Demarcus Cousins. It's kind of just like, they're- and, and they're, they're like, yes, to
2: Dwight Howard. Aren't him and Wall friends? Boogie and John I, I thought they were. I've heard
1: that, that yeah, yeah, I don't know if he wants to play with them, has
2: there been a uh, press conference? Golden State Boogie, he was at. Summer League.
0: On he signed his contract yesterday, and he sat courtside of Steve Kerr for the late game. Oh, really? Yeah,
2: he talked to reporters. He right talked to reporters. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't see
0: that. So that was uh, that was the official. That's I guess. And like I'm rooting, I, I like rooting
2: for him. Like I, I want him to figure everything out and be happy. And but it's too bad it has to happen. I have to also root for the Warriors to win another
0: uh, another title. Yeah, channel. I
2: mean the rich keep getting richer. They just signed, They're gonna
0: sign Jonas Durebko. Oh yeah, reportedly today. Oh, uh, if they so win so. another
2: title, or maybe it's already the case. But is Draymond a Hall of Famer? I think he's already a yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, Clay.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think that whole those four are those four in the Hall of Fame.
0: Ivorall is not in the Hall of Fame. Ivorall might be, in the but Hall he's of like, like he can. Make that's a that's, a that's a really good, that's I like I feel day. like that's gonna be you know a couple more. I think he might be. In the
2: no, it's gonna be work. What's gonna be good for him is that he's gonna come up at the same time as Vince, and there's one other guy who I holding the same thing who didn't win anything, but has you know great numbers, and he's gonna be like just the the, to the polar opposite, the guy who yep. sacrificed a lot to get the. Uh, who's, who's the other guy besides Vince that didn't win a title? Or maybe I was thinking McGrady. I think McGrady sort of yeah, already that's opened it. the we door inducted, for that. Right? Yeah, he was in yeah. he was in there last year, but is he's gonna be nice not been
0: inducted, which I, is
1: very interesting. because <laughs> It's really hard to look at the numbers uh, and say that Andre Vidal had a better career than Chris Webber, but
2: I mean, especially when it's a basketball. Right? It's not just the NBA. It's everything. Fab Five. It's like what influence on in the game? Isn't that like the major thing? Like, yeah. But he he's just
1: like so integral on more the best team like
2: ever. So how do you? Keep that out. But right? was also a, the star in an all-star on another team, and, and made that transition. And have you heard a fucking thing? Like, like crazy career, yeah. And there, there hasn't been. He just did it, and but he, and he won. He won the Finals MVP. He did, yeah. right? Yep. So, like, I mean, that that really that might put him over the top in that conversation. If you're the Finals MVP and you're also, he was on Team USA at least one, at least one, probably more. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah.
0: Well, this so, is. Previously, Andre Iguodala Hall of, Fame, I mean, of So, the, the Warriors have six Hall of Famers, potentially. <laughs> it's depending on what happens with Cousins uh, Achilles. Drebko. And Drebko, <laughs> six and a half. Um, so, yeah, going back to where the Celtics are at right now, what the, the rest of the offseason holds for them. I mean, they have a couple options, I feel like. One, I mean, let's go back to, let's put a bow on smart first. How. How hard are you willing to push to go to Rich's point in terms of the locker room so You don't have the whole world on one year deals. How hard do you like? How much do you give in there to appease Smart to get them to sign at least a two year deal? Like, do you give them 10 mil, 11 mil a year? Like, how much... So, what, what did, uh... So, Exum got 333 30 for
2: 30, He's going to get less than Exum, which is nuts. Yeah, which is nuts.
0: Which, I don't know what Utah's doing giving him that kind of money. I don't think the Celtics were jumping for joy when they saw yeah, that. Yeah, that, or... that, that, that's, like, the best news. smarts agent probably got all week beyond the Zach Levine getting $80 million. But it
2: is, but, like, at the same time, I don't know if that's going to make the Celtics... Because no, he has I'm no, no, he has no other options, right? right? That's it's what you're saying. Exactly. Were like, the other teams that maybe... I mean, the only teams now... Well, Sacramento from,
0: will get their cap space right. back oh, in the two days. Right. Sacramento, Atlanta, and Chicago. Those are the three teams of cap space. Chicago's know, got a lot less now. Who Marcus doesn't end up in any of those places. Yeah, Just sorry. for his sake. I uh,
1: Yeah, I can't see. I mean, Van Fleet getting two, what is it, two for 18? Yeah, so that, that sucks for probably like, all right. <laughs> That's so, I know no disrespect to Fred Van Fleet, but that is a little disrespectful. If you were to offer that
2: deal to Marcus Smart, I feel like. Um, The roles are very similar. Yeah, I I thought. I agree. I I agree with you, but the roles are are also very similar. He's just got more of. He's accomplished so much
1: more in the league, and he's shown that he can do it in the playoffs, which really matters.
0: And I mean, let's be also looking at Smart last season. Like, obviously, came back, had a huge impact in that Philly series and the Milwaukee series. Overall, though, not a good year not good numbers, all the off-court stuff that we forget about now, but like, yeah, you're out for a month because you like... Man, he just wants to win, win be rub I, well, yeah. I know he just wants to win, but like, he did not, you know, he bet on himself, and he did not like, yeah. people just remember the playoffs, like it was not a good year for him.
2: Yeah, and he's going through a shitload of stuff off the court too, I mean, right. the, you know, and you know, everyone's going through all the stuff, Marcus going through something significant, but, right. yeah, I think it's just, a, it was not, <laughs> it was the easiest year. Like, yeah. But I said I love. I hope he stays. Right. This is. The, I think this is the place. You, you. You said before. Teams value players in good situations. That's where the best showcase for his talent. If he wants to go some some shitty. T- I, don't, I don't. I don't, know, I don't know what he wants to, to do. Process. But the idea of him going on some shitty team and averaging sixteen points a game and six assists, like I don't know, just
0: like I mean, all those teams like Atlanta, they drafted their what they hope is their backcourt of the future.
1: If I was Atlanta, I would be. I mean, I just love Marcus, but if I was Atlanta, I would be pretty interested in trying to get this guy in on a four-year deal that, like, I would be squeezing the Celtics, I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the contract that I could probably get Marcus for is lower than it would be in a typical off-season. I think this is a really strange one in a lot of ways because of what happened in 2016. Like I just love Marcus. I think he's gonna continue to get better, uh, and I mean he's not old. He's not a finished product. If you're trying to rebuild and, and construct a culture, he's a really interesting piece to have down in Atlanta. Um, so that's a place that I could see. I don't. They're not gonna do it because they clearly value uh, picks and. Uh, hoarding as many picks as possible by taking on they want to clear keep their cap space clear so that they can take on a bad contract or two and and try to get uh, an asset with it um but that that's an interesting one and i thought that the, i honestly thought that the kings the kings scared me because they're just really dumb and <laughs> i thought that they would throw an absurd number at marcus and they threw the absurd number at zach levine sure. instead and so i feel like
0: jabari's next they Just might be well, going yeah, down the line. GMO. Honestly, yeah. they're
1: so dumb. And like it, Marcus, you know, if they're gonna give that money to Levine, like what is
2: Ronnie Hood? But Zach Levine, can, Zach Levine can average twenty five points. Right, a game that, like smart, I think thats the difference. Right, Smart Shields shooting thirty four percent. They are,
1: the but they're, they're the inverted like, yeah. players. <laughs> like if they were the one person, it would be the best basketball player. <laughs> exactly. In the world. Yeah. Um, like Levine's the worst defender at his position who plays big minutes. Marcus might be the best defender at his position who plays those many minutes. Um, so that's just a really, um, interesting thing. I don't know what they value there because they're, again, the dumbest team in the league. (laughs)
2: Can, can, for a big question, the biggest question with Marcus for me is can, playing the way he does, like, can you have a career where you play 82 games or even another five seasons. I feel, and we love it is everything that we Can love we just about ranklessly? him. Classley. I mean right I mean the, the was it was his first game back where he made a great diving play and screwed up his thumb and he managed to hit his thumb at least 3 times every single game in the game in the playoffs and was playing through significant pain. You could see, and and if Marcus Smart is showing you the pain, like you know that that's pain. So like I like, I don't know, you don't it's hard to tell a guy to change, but if you're investing a lot of money in him, how long? How, how often is he going to be around? The I mean, best ability is the only yeah,
1: answer is forever, Mitch, Let's be honest. Yeah, may, maybe
2: maybe he is the guy that lives forever. <laughs> but in the in the event that he's not, like, I don't know. It, he plays. It, you love it, but it's not human. It, he he should be wearing pads the way he plays. Yeah, I mean, that's can you do that? Is it legal to wear terrible. pads? Oh, I think you can wear. You, you can put padding. You go you know, a ton of yeah. You
0: go my side
1: pads like hip pad like yeah.
2: Make, like, is that what a Slam Ball was? And it yeah. Were, like, full pads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if there's any
1: other team out there for the rest of the summer that like would a team offer? The, does a team at with the full med level? Are they interested in like the? I think the Knicks have their full mid level. Would they do it? But they sure. want to have their this, cap space clear. Like you said, yeah, the sellers are probably
0: right because everyone. There's only been, like, two or three guards that have been signed to, like, multi-year deals this offseason. Like, even Avery Bradley, only one year is guaranteed. You know, Levine got a lot of money. Will Barton got a lot of money over four years. But and everyone X- else is X- all X- one yeah. year. Yeah, and them. Those are probably the three right now. Everyone else was on one-year deals or two years that have, like, an option. So, everyone's clearly hoarding their cap space. The teams, the Celtics will probably be jumping for joy if he does sign the mid-level, like you said, Mike, mm-hmm. somewhere else, because then they can easily just match and they'll take that deal any day of the week. All right. But I guess from the Celtics' perspective, team building wise, now Smart signs a qualifying offer; he gets the no-trade clause. Aaron Baines always already has a no-trade clause because his contract is a one-year deal with a player option. Do you want to sign? How much do you factor in the? Th- the, the need to have movable salary when you're not that it's like the, the, the main thing you're worried about, but like if you're still trying to keep all your ducks in a row for whatever the next big splash is, do you need to be like, all right, we need, we need, we need to be able to move smart here. So let's, or, or pay them for two years.
2: Or maybe the reason they're strong is because the big splash is going to come before they sign. Ooh, maybe. We're rich. That, that just no, came no, to my no, head while no, no, you were no, saying no, no, no. that I, I listen, they've, we know that they've been engaging about Kawhi. Sure. There have been a lot of phone calls since they've been out here. I'm sure. I don't know, there, there, there's... I don't know, why Why else, what, what are they waiting for? Yeah, I mean, that's...
0: I guess you can, and Smart could conceivably be part of that trade package for salary matching. With, again, you have to get him to agree to the deal that he's willing to sign, but like you know
1: it's just really complicated it is I mean the math is
0: t- I won't bore people with the math on it but there is it's something where his contract would only be worth half of what it is so faceline for 12 million dollars he'd only be worth 6 million dollars for salary matching purposes essentially it has to
1: be a three year deal that's, yeah, it has Spurs to be Spurs back- or whichever team would take right. him on would have to want him on a three year deal like, exactly so
0: there's a lot yeah, there's a lot of moving parts and there and he would have to agree right which would not be necessarily easy if he's if you'd be like all right marcus sign this we're we're we're, we're
2: dumping you um, um to, to emphasize i i would i still would not be shocked if Kawhi ends up though. What, what, what percentage odds would you put i don't know if i have that but it's not zero and it's like like I I, I I said i wouldn't be shocked that's the way i'm going to say it what are you putting i know we talked about this before it seems like the
0: spurs are getting low-balled a ton yeah, That's and I think, and so I think the picks, the, picks, the Boston picks are
2: going to put over the top. Play. Yeah. You
1: know what I was thinking about uh, that someone pointed out, I forget where, that, you know, it's really interesting that the doctor who had who was looking at uh, Kawhi throughout the season and had all of his medical records works for the Sixers. And so he works for the Sixers and the Devils. So it's really weird to me that that, that doctor knows more about hit Kawhi's medicals than the Spurs.
2: It's entirely believable, though, right?
1: But the Sixers are not willing to put Markel Fultz into a deal for Kawhi. So what do they know about Kawhi's medical that they're not willing to put that dude to get Kawhi? Like, I think it's more... It might be more than we're risking this guy being an unrestricted free agent. I think it's... He might... There might be a problem. That's, it's, that's right. like a very big, you know, I'm jumping off the deep end a little bit, but I thought when you wouldn't put Mark Kelfold, I'm, I'm maybe he's going to be really good. Um, I haven't seen any videos of him shooting jumpers, and all of his videos are these like windmill dunks with an right. empty gym. Like, what are we even doing here? He's, 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 he's at Summer League. Saw him yesterday. He's at Summer League walking around in Gucci flip-flops. It's like, why, why aren't you playing basketball?
2: Meanwhile, last summer, the Celtics tell Jalen Brown you're not playing in the summer. He barges into Danny Ainge's office and says, "Danny, I'm playing." Like that, that, that's Tatum the says
1: the exact opposite. Was that Tatum says the exact opposite? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the
2: difference between Jalen Brown and Markel Fultz. Wait, was Tatum considering playing? No, no were, I mean he was asked. He was yeah, like, they, so we,
0: uh, yeah. But he he practiced with the team. The team asked him to come practice with the guys in Boston, so we did that. And then we would, we talked to him that day, and we we're like, "All right, you know, if it was if it was just your choice, would you play in summer league?" He's like, no, not. <laughs> which totally. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, I mean Jalen Brown. I mean, he played freaking a hundred games Brown's last games year. In the conference right, and Jalen Brown played fifty minutes a game
2: in his rookie year. So I get it. Like, and as and as much as we love Jalen and as awesome as he is, like Tatum is at least twenty percent more skilled than he is. Ten percent. I mean, yeah. there there is Isn't a reason Jalen needs to spend a little bit more time in the lab. Not that Tatum has anything less than an insane work ethic, but right. No, it's
0: interesting though, the as this Kawhi situation does drag on with you know how much more the South is willing to go with their future draft picks and how enticing that is to the Spurs, knowing that the the price on Kawhi is just gonna you know, the low ball offers I feel like are just gonna get lower the closer we get yeah. to the start of the season because the Lakers they're in no rush now. They got their plan all set up. they have all that cap space they're just going to roll over. and then It's going to be so weird this year. Yeah, I mean, that whole situation is going to be crazy. And then, what, the Clippers, they used their draft picks. So they have literally nothing left in the cupboard unless the Spurs like the guys that they drafted. And then, yeah, like, who else? The Sixers, obviously, which you mentioned, like, they're not going to include Fultz, and, like, the Celtics can easily beat that offer. Without even including Jalen Brown, I feel like.
1: Well, apparently, it was the deal with that report that the Celtics aren't willing to include Rozier either? I mean, that's, that, that that
2: backs up your theory too. I think you can't, can't even make a deal. I feel like that the medicals must not must not feel right. I mean, it has Rozier or Smart will have to be the deal
0: to make the money work. So if if that's the case, then you gotta hope you're getting Smart in a sign because you need that money to make it work.
2: Who do you think Pop would rather have just picking one? Like, to, Just pretend that the contracts don't matter for a sec. Who? Uh,
0: Rozier,
2: Rozier or Rozier. Smart. Rozier. Ooh, that's tough. One. Rozier.
0: Yeah, he needs one who can shoot. They need shooters. DeJounte
1: Murray and Rozier would be nasty together.
2: Oh, yeah. Smart. Oh, but Murray and Smart would be kind <laughs> of I mean, that's a bad <laughs> offensive answer. team. But yeah. uh, um, But it, the weirdest free agent deal of uh, the summer, I think, is Tony Parker. going. What was yeah. that? What, there are like five things that don't make sense.
1: I landed, yeah, I landed in Vegas, and that was, like, popping up on my phone, and I was like, what is even happening? That's so strange. Are uh, you Batum close? Yeah, they're always... Yeah, Batum series. broke the story, I think. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they have the head coach from the Spurs, uh, who's now the head coach good. in Charlotte, so there was a little bit of comfort there, and Batum, and... I mean, Michael Jordan is that they thing? Need a I, I, <laughs> They need a, backup. They needed a backup for Kemba like forever.
2: Um, I lost Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> yeah, now he's on the Rockets, and is good he Lord. is he going to turn into a viable option in Houston, or is he going to? Wow, we're really bouncing around the league. I like. Yeah, Once the Rockets came out, <laughs> now you're really excited. Um, I
1: think we should talk about. Uh, Anthony Davis for a minute, just because. I like that you're,
2: you're. I like that you're leading the charge on Anthony coming back. Yeah,
1: the uh, uh, guy uh, Will uh, covers the uh, Pelicans. Um, beat writer came up to me yesterday and was like, "Saw your tweet about Anthony Davis," and uh, I was just like, "Oh my god, it's all over from here." Like he was just like,
2: like "Well, wow, it didn't take much to put him, <laughs> to put him over the edge." <laughs> So but they but they're, they are scared that that, that that's going to happen.
1: I would I mean I I just am looking reading tea leaves and I just think that uh I thought that the ship had sailed uh after the playoffs and then I'm looking at this off season and the moves that they made I don't think that they've closed the gap. I think that the West is better obviously cuz LeBron's in it now.
2: Um and they're worse too. I mean, it's not even closing the gap; it's the the gap is
1: farther. I think they they played well without Boogie. I don't think Anthony Davis uh, necessarily wanted Boogie back. Um, I mean, that ha- I mean, you, you get Randall, mean, you have to that has to be the case, right? Like, yeah, um, you yeah. get Randall. Oh yeah, Forgot who, about you. who's who's uh, an interesting fit, and we'll see. I think you know I've talked to a bunch of people out here, and people are kind of mixed on that one. You get. Smart people who are like, I love it. Smart people are like, I hate it. So, like, could Randall
2: play like the Rondo role?
1: Well, and then like bringing Rondo up, I mean, Rondo uh, was supposedly like not happy about Alfred Payton getting signed, and he was just like out the second yeah. that happened. And he was a big deal uh, and a big part of their success last season and pretty complimentary to Anthony Davis. Like, he set him up with some just, I mean, he set the table for Anthony last year, uh, particularly in that first-round series against the, the Portland Trailblazers, which they swept. So, I mean, it wouldn't be impossible, in my eyes, for Portland, not I mean, for New Orleans not to even make the playoffs. Sure. Um, so, I mean, Anthony Davis is a top-five, top-three player.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, gets better every year in ways that are just... He's, he's just incredible. It's like
2: KG in Minnesota all of a sudden.
1: Yes, and, yeah, I, I... When I wrote that piece, like, I feel like if he were to be Kevin Garnett, that would be disappointing, and it's amazing to say that, because <laughs> Kevin Garnett is, like, a top 25 player of all time, but I feel like the ceiling for AD, especially in this era where, you know, he deserves to play with another all-star, like, real all-star, um, his ceiling is just, I think, it's it's
0: higher than Kevin Garnett's was. So, what do you do if you're a stylist right now? Do you wait... For next summer, you keep your so, chest full. So they're not allowed to trade for him this year, right? Right. I mean, yeah. they're not. Th- this is not going to be on the table until next summer. It's a matter of just, like, how much does that influence what you're willing to do with Kawhi? Like, are you willing if you... Say the Spurs would take him for the Kings pick, Morris, Rozier, and you know, whatever salary filler. Do you say, okay, let's do it, knowing that you're not gonna have the assets you need to get Davis now, or do you be like, hmm, "We'll give you the the Clippers pick or some other like ridiculous." Well, but that probably strike you out on Leonard, knowing that like we want to have everything for in row for Davis. Yeah, something. if Anthony
1: Davis is potentially on the table at some point over the next two years, like you can't eliminate that possibility. No, you can't
0: do it. Um, I guess the Celtics could. I mean. Who are the Celtics' biggest contenders or biggest threats, trade-wise in a Davis trade? You got the Sixers, right. obviously. Um, How about LeBron and AD. I think, yeah, no. I but mean, do they, Lakers have nothing to offer in a trade, right? I mean, I guess Ingram.
2: I mean, the Kawhi pot, and yeah. Lonzo.
0: No, I mean, I, eh, I don't, I don't necessarily
1: think that they're in it. But I mean, at the end of the day, he can direct where he wants to go if this is next year uh, because he only has his next year and then the year after under contract and then his player option. Right. So if he says, I want to play here, no one's going to give up anything of value for him because right. he can become a free agent. So, Although I think that this is a totally different situation than the one with Kawhi because you know, Kawhi played nine games. Kawhi alienated himself from... The San Antonio Spurs, which is the most reputable organization in professional sports, um, with like Greg Popovich, like right. so I think that there's a little bit of a, a smear there
2: with him. Does the does the Parker signing mean?
1: Yo, I thought that that was really good news for the Spurs. Like the in fact that sense? they weren't willing to bring back the guy who clearly the bridge is just done. They was, was sick great. of Kawhi. Maybe
2: that was like a like a little hint, wink wink to Kawhi. I,
1: I would not. Yeah, that—that's like one of my first reactions was. I was like, "Oh, this, this like." And now maybe they are they This is the first step towards smoothing things over, and then eventually offering the supermax.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: who knows? Duncan but, really was the uh, the glue there,
0: huh? Really <laughs> <was> pretty important. <laughs> that's uh, sad. Because um, yeah, like two years, ten million. Like the Spurs, not that Parker's worth that at this point in his career, but like you can easily.
1: And just to bring back fundamentally back. making sure that he's in a Spurs uniform for the rest right. of the year. Right, I years. mean, that's a statement, yeah. yeah. 10
2: million doesn't 10 million. mean shit to Tony Parker at this point either. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't mind that, but yeah. it's just <laughs> relatively.
1: No. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, people who are giving... I, You know, I wrote, I went through, like, basically every conceivable option, and it's like, if you're the Nuggets, you, you're throwing Jokic on the table. If you're, you know, any of these teams with of like a certified blue chip player, you're putting them on the table for Anthony Davis. Especially
2: with New Orleans, cause, I mean, New Orleans is an organization like, like the Celtics will take three years and rebuild in the name of winning another title. New Orleans just needs to sell tickets. I mean, especially with with, with their tourism and so stuff. They just need a name that they can put on the, on, on signs everywhere and get people in their seats. They don't really care so much about winning a title. So yeah, but I agree. You got to, you got to wow them with something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, like you need a guaranteed blue chipper. Someone you know will at least be a perennial all star, um, or something close to it, and then you also need a ton of picks that are valuable to, to kickstart the franchise. Um,
2: what about a uh, Jimmy Butler for Anthony Davis? Could no. towns and and and, uh, and Davis hours? play together. Yeah, no, that would be disaster. No, I, don't want, I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> The, well, the lot new lot twin towers? No, now? no. I, I kind of no, like okay, that. I want a lot
0: more than that. Jimmy so Butler. Oh yeah, to, but that's just yeah, part like, of it, but that's a, the, the he's the fifth. Yeah, he's the fifth. Yeah. No, he's too
1: old. So All I think right, the buddy. Sixers could put together a really interesting package. Um,
2: oh my god, that would be terrifying. It would be really scary. so uh, speaking of Twin Towers, <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Yeah,
1: um, and then I'm kind of blanking right now, just like with other potential suitors, but I think. That the bidding would be. Yeah, maybe Philly
0: versus Boston. That'd probably be the two.
2: You don't think that Lonzo and Ingram is enough to push the need? I guess, compared to what other.
0: I mean, it depends. Because Ingram, at that point, is going to be need a new contract in a year. So I feel like his value. That's you know, fine, though. That's fine. But, like, still, you have the control, but it's like, it's one. But the, I guess you could say the same for Jalen. So it's like, that's all going to be. Well, we're giving up Jalen, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. Like, obviously. Everyone's okay with that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um,. Tatum? So that's
0: that's where you hope that Jalen and every pick you have, plus whatever other value pieces you have.
2: Who is offering
1: know. better than what you can without exactly. offering Tatum?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, what, yeah why would I that have That's the thing.
1: But at the end of the day, I, you know, it would not surprise me. I would not do it personally, and I know that... You would, you, it
2: wouldn't surprise you if Tatum went to the Pelicans? Uh,
1: I... Th- I think Anthony Davis is just like he's that good, and it's kind of scary to imagine what he would be surrounded by good players, yeah. Coached by Brad Stevens, nothing against Alvin Gentry, but with space in a actual system, um, yeah, yeah. He and he is two way, like dominant on both ends. So,
2: and the truth is, Tatum's Tatum's prime is. Is an unknown, and then we know how we don't know how good he. We know he will be really, really good, but in terms of who will be around him, like that's going to be a blank slate. Like, Anthony, you know,
1: like yeah, Anthony Davis's first year in Boston,
2: he's winning the MVP. Like he would be the odds-on favorite to. Win if everyone stays healthy, and I guess that's another Anthony Davis issue, but um, and they're winning a title at some point over the next three years. Like that's. Yeah, but then I mean, you have to look at. I don't really understand
1: how they would get him, but. Like the Warriors' plans yeah, to get Anthony Davis, and it's like, how are you? No. I don't understand how they do that. Just it's
0: like sign happy. and trade Clay Thompson on his new deal, and then throw three first round picks or something like that. That's the only. That's the only conceivable way it could happen. Right. Golden State's got that. They
2: have the new stadium coming too. That and those fans are gonna drop like flies if that ever ends. What? <laughs> The I mean, they're, they're, there's a solid fan base, but in terms of the everyday insanity that they're living right now.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking up right now to see. The calculator. I, okay, sure. so this is the year that and I'm looking at, we're, we're all looking at the great uh, calculator. Are you talking about when he hits free agency? So like, yeah. Yes, and that, so it's Steph, you get, Clay on a below-market-value deal, and Steph Clay, AD. Because I think that, honestly, Kevin Durant is probably walking. Uh, I don't know what Draymond's situation is going to be long-term there. Uh, I don't necessarily think he's going to age that well. Um, Draymond? Yeah. And so, I mean, that is that is scary. I, I, I do think that people but, lurk in free agency.
0: So you think they, they'd clear the book? Like assuming Durant... I guess the I'm, first... I'm almost Durant would assuming have to be gone.
1: Durant is gone. I don't know about you guys. Which is just
2: wild. How's I I was Boston lined up on, on that?
0: They, I mean, they'll have, they'll be free by then, but the, if once you sign Kyrie this had, is what like, Tatum on the books. Like,
1: you've got Hayward's player option, which, I, who knows? Um, Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically empty, but you're going to re-sign Al, Kyrie...
2: Uh, Yeah, right. uh, maybe yeah. Jaylen. So so, you know, Brady's you know year. what they have to do to to get Durant the sign here. Brady? No, they have, they have to win the year before. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to win one without him,
0: and, then, and, get, then, get and then get and then get and then, then. have a year off. And that's that's a nice incentive. Yeah,
1: win this yeah. title,
2: and Kevin Durant will come play for you next year. <laughs> Um, yeah, poor, poor KD. Um, by the way, I, I don't hate him at all. I, I know a lot of people that really despise everything he's done. I have no problem. You, you, yeah, you really don't like him, and you love LeBron. I think that's part of it. Yeah, that's, I you, you have to be a Durant guy or LeBron right? I don't... Well, I, I, I am, like, disturbed
1: by the conversation that... or, like, the belief that Durant outmaneuvered LeBron here over the past couple of years. It's like, what are we even? T- what are we talking about? Like the yeah. great Rihanna quote, which is like, "You might have beat LeBron, but there's only one king." Like, let's be serious.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but on. but do you think uh, does Durant strive to be the king?
1: He'll never be the king. Uh, yeah, be but I don't, think, I don't think he. I
2: don't think he needs it. I think he's. I think he's just KD. He's just cool. I want to see him go to the
1: Lakers next year that's and play like, with LeBron. Yeah. No. I think that that's. Definitely in play.
2: I want Seattle to get their team back and then KD can go do that. <laughs> That's how I want to see the story. End. And win a title tough. for Seattle. And then you'll have to fucking kiss his ass because Maybe. that will be yeah, if that would a heroic, heroic go, move.
1: If he goes to the Wizards when Ernie Grunfeld's still there and makes them good, then I'll be like, all right, you're the man.
2: If Ernie Gun- Grunfeld and makes good cannot be in the same sentence. <laughs> until, he's, until he's gone, the very, Wizards are screwed. Very well, very they're true.
0: putting together a Georgetown reunion team this year with
2: all right, Jeff, Jeff Green, we, back, we, we didn't mention back
0: that. Where's Greg Monroe? Is he still available? Greg Monroe will be signing in Washington <laughs> at a day to be determined.
2: Along with Ruben Boomshay Boomshay. <laughs> uh, so I guess so, maybe
0: we
1: should just quickly.
2: No, so here's what we're going to do. Summer this is a tease. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a
0: quick hit summer league pod. Just rapid fire analysis on the names you want to hear. Okay. That will be coming up. In The next day or two after this. Part. Oh, I thought I we're, do it right no, we're doing it right now. No, we're not doing it right now. When are we gonna do so. it?
2: I might, I might, be leaving early tomorrow morning. Well, here's I, I think the that thing. would be a good segue into talking about how shitty this year's team is. <laughs> summer that team. I
1: mean, I was literally about to be like, we could definitely <laughs> just talk about this in two minutes. I was, I was sitting, there, I was no, sitting there need.
2: during the Philly game. I texted you guys, I was just like, I, I got to leave on Sunday morning. I, <laughs> I can't stand for because they're not playing Sunday. They're playing on on Monday night, right?
1: I don't even know who. There were a lot of players on the Celtics summer league team who I didn't know existed before.
2: Perrier Henry? Yeah.
1: He was cool. He was, he the, was
2: cool, but I never, that was like a, a, a NBA 2K name. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's a tease.
0: <laughs> <To> you, <laughs> podcast that's number two right now. It's no, just, I think it's, it's unlikely. Happen. I guarantee it's you it's going to happen. Not so, after the game tonight. I just no, it's know... not. It's not going to happen after the game tonight, but we will have that for you guys. Do you have to go do
2: something? Is that what's going on? No, you'll see. All
0: right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned for more Summer League talk and free agency talk later this week.